0: Podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes. (laughs) Yo,
1: what's going on, everybody? This is Tony from the Red Beard Podcast. It's Friday, and you're hanging out with us. So you know, I got my boy with me. What's going on, dude? What up? And it would not be the Red Beard Podcast if we did not have a very special guest, Jim. What's going on, dude? Hi, how are ya? (laughs) Good, man. I apologize. That wasn't my real voice. No, it sounded real. I'm kind of bummed out that that's not how you really talk. But, uh, dude, what's up, man? How you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah. My uh, my girl just celebrated a birthday. and
1: I wasn't there for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all right, man. Cool. That's that's pretty sick, dude. Uh, Cooley, what have you been up to, brother?
0: Uh, you know, all kinds of shit.
1: Yeah. Word. All right. I'll do, I'll say the we same. We got man. pretty in depth there. Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say I, I don't want to like I just want to go around the table, man. But you, so uh, what about you? How are things? They're great, man. But more importantly, you weren't there for your girlfriend's birthday. What?
2: I I make it a point to be with her for two holidays out of the year, <laughs> birthday included. I was there for Arbor Day,
1: and we're gonna wait until Christmas rolls around, <laughs> and that's it. All right. So another thing that's going on this week, guys, that I know all of you are very aware of is this week is the beginning on Monday of San Diego Comic-Con. So I think that's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Um, so much stuff going on at San Diego Comic-Con. There's a lot of guests that are going to be going. Uh, if you guys have looked at the lineup, it's pretty crazy. I'm not even going to bother to go through it. Just check it out for yourselves. Um, you know who's not going? You aren't. Yep. Or I'm, I'm not going either. Jim, are you going?
2: Uh, I'm nice. going to astral project myself there. Sweet. Let well, yeah. me know how
0: that works out. It well, won't. Yeah, it is so fucking hard to get a ticket. It's impossible,
1: dude. It's impossible. It's, it really is virtually impossible to get a ticket. We have a buddy who actually was on the Red Beard podcast. It was like our third or fourth episode that we ever did. His name is Lenny Schwartz. Um, he actually was the director of the last show that I was in, uh, the last show, two shows that Jim was in. Um, and, uh, he goes every year to San Diego comic-con. This is like his 10th year.
2: I have no idea how he does it. Cause getting tickets is harder than beating battle toads.
1: Well, the thing about him is that he's actually a, uh, he's a published playwright. So because he's published about four or five years ago, he he got his professional badge. So he actually just gets one every year. They send it to him. He doesn't have to wait in line for tickets anymore. When he first started going, at the end of the run, like I think it's like the fourth or fifth day into Comic-Con, you literally like get in line and can buy tickets for next year. And that's what he was doing. And then once he went professional, he just got his badge automatically every year. Oh, does
2: he even have to pay for it, or does he just get one?
1: No, he just gets one. Oh, what a
2: fucking asshole. Yeah,
1: so he goes every year now, but he gets, uh, and it's a professional badge, so he also is, like, press. So he goes, and he can get into all, like, the all-access areas. He also um, brings his wife, Sarah, and his daughter, Callie, who's, like, six years old and, like, doesn't even know what the hell's going on. But, like... She's become pretty, just just thinks it's like the norm, you know? But, like, she gets to see all these crazy celebrities and stuff. And this year, not only is he going as a professional press person, but he's also, uh, he didn't give me too much details, couldn't tell me too much about it, but he said that he was interviewing Mike Tyson. So I'm pretty curious to see what, what that's going to be about. But he's only... He's going
2: to me... interview Kid Dynamite?
1: <laughs> so... He's going to give me more information when he comes back, and I would love to actually have him on the podcast uh, next week uh, just so he can kind of maybe give us some some fill-ins as to what happened when he was there. So
0: Yeah, I know he's probably going to talk to Mike Tyson about his cartoon on Adult Swim.
1: Mm-hmm. That's actually a good show.
2: It is so fucking it's funny. It's really funny. Yeah. yeah. Norm
1: MacDonald as the pigeon steals it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's what – well, that's the only information – that he really gave me that it was, it pertained to that somewhat, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But, um, I was, I'm keeping a lot of it on the down low, but I mean, everything that he's pretty much told me, I think is somewhat public knowledge. It's nothing that we don't know is going on. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what the hell he's, his interview is going to be like, because Lenny is like such <laughs> a unique personality. He's just crazy all the time. You know, he's like, Oh, well, what's going on? He's like, Oh my God. Like, I just can't imagine what his interview is going to be like with Mike Tyson. I feel like he's going to throw off Mike Tyson.
0: The, the shit. Man, like, the shit that makes me almost want to puke sometimes, though, is, like, when you tell me that Lenny was telling you that he's, like, oh, I'm kind of bored with it, blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, motherfucker. What do you mean he's bored with it? It's <laughs>
1: SDCC. No, he's not bored with it. He No, dude, San Diego Comic-Con is, like, his Super Bowl. Like, he loves it. He's not bored with it. <clears throat> I mean, like, he, he won't go to any local Comic-Cons. He's like, there's no point in me going. He's like, because I go to San Diego. I'm too big for those. He's like, I go to San Diego every year. He's like, it just doesn't compare. He's like, so I don't feel the need to go to, like, Rhode Island Comic Con. He's like, when I'm going to San Diego. He's like, it's just, once you go to San Diego, it's like, there's no point in going to any other ones because it's just so big. You know, but I mean... He goes every year. I think the only thing he really has to pay for is like the airfare and hotel, but I mean like that alone is is very expensive, so I need that shit in my life, man. Yeah, well, let's get tickets, man. Because it's but it's and it's fucking impossible. So Mm. you know, San Diego Comic Con is bigger now than it ever was or has been, so getting tickets is gonna be even harder
0: as time goes on. You know what I'm saving for? What? Fucking Luxury hotel that they're doing for Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I you were talking about, about that. that. That's pretty cool I'm all over that shit. I'm, I'm fucking I'm getting a costume and everything. I'm gonna go in that motherfucker all decked out I'm gonna be a I don't know a bounty a hunter hundred. or a Jedi Knight or some shit I'm just gonna walk up in that shit and have my own little story for two days. Nice. Dude, you should go as Forrest Whitaker
2: so. right. <laughs> I'm, gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go as Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> I'll be—I guarantee you, I'll be the only one there, dressed as Jar Jar Binks.
1: I'm gonna—I'm gonna grow my hair out and go as redheaded Kylo Ren. (laughs) That's what I'm gonna go as. Hey, if you
0: dyed your hair, you could pull it off, though.
1: I probably could. Yeah, yeah. you could. Kylo Ren. Well, he doesn't talk like that. That's fucking Jon Snow. But like, (laughs) what? What what would he do on SNL? He's like, "Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a radar technician."
0: Anyway, whatever. You should do the uh, Adam Adam from uh, Girls. Oh, just go as Adam from Girls, but put on a but put on a black cloak. But be but act Adam like, from Girls no, dressed as Kylo Ren. <laughs> dress dress as Kylo Ren, but act like Adam from Girls. How hey, many, what's up?
1: <laughs> how
2: many people do you think are going to be assholes and they're going to go to this Star Wars hotel dressed as like Captain Jean-Luc Picard? <laughs> I feel like there's because I do it. And I feel like I'm not the only one out there no did, other I, tell people you, would did I tell you what I want to do some freaking dress up like Star Trek characters <laughs> if did I tell be you even a bigger dick dress up as like Babylon 5 <laughs> I want,
0: did I tell you what I want to do though at <laughs> King Richard's Fair you did not oh, I want to go yeah. I want to go to King Richard's Fair dressed as like uh, back to the future characters
2: oh that's a good idea
0: or as Doctor Who characters but yeah one or the other
2: oh that's pretty classic I yeah, like right? that.
1: Yeah, go goes like Back to the Future, like you know, you travel in time. I think that's yeah, no, cool. I yeah. Yeah. I know. I think he. I, just I, to make I sure know he, what the plot. <laughs> is. No, I didn't. I just wanted to make sure you you got that because you were like just interested, but I wasn't sure if you like got the whole concept. No, I, I understand. Yeah, and no he, shit, Jim. I know you got it. I'm being sarcastic as fuck, fuck him. right him. now. Yeah, no, I think that's a so fucking amazing. I really do. You should imagine if you could pull up in a DeLorean. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just rent can't. It? <laughs> I just
0: can't think of a, a big black, fucking. Whatchamacallit, call uh, it back to the future character
1: yeah I don't think I, I don't, don't think there was no. any. I
0: don't think there were black people
1: in back to the future yeah, I don't think or in the past <laughs> 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 well according to back to the future guy. I don't think dude do you re- I don't remember seeing any African American people in back to the future mm-hmm. May, well no actually no wrong they were the in the band. The, at the end, oh yeah, they were in the band, but I think that's like the only thing that sticks out to me. They had to. Well, be. listen to this, yo, <laughs> Chuck Berry,
0: Tony, yo, Jim, yes, listeners, I hereby absolve thee from using the term African American in the future. Just say black. It's All right, cool. cool man, it's cool. All right, I, I, can say I, give, black. I give you, I give you permission.
1: All right, cool man, I don't want to offend anybody. All right,
0: nope, uh, listeners, I gave him permission, so if you got beef, bring it to me.
1: Yeah. So I don't remember. I think there had to be some black people, like students, though, like that we just like overlooked. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they were no like major. We'll characters. go back and watch it. Yeah, I could watch Back to the Future any day of the week. Anyway, so I think uh, if I think though the um, the cool thing about King Richard's Fair though is that. There are people there that dress like absolute shit, so I feel like if you go as Back to the Future, you are going to stand the fuck out. Like, oh you gotta, yeah, you got to like look good, but you got to like. I always find it funny though, like when you go to Back to the Future and you step into that time period, or you go to King Richard's Fair rather. Like the people there are too committed sometimes. Like there was this one guy I was like, I was like, can you tell me where the bathroom is? He's like, oh, I don't. The bathroom? out uh, what's that? And I was like. The uh, he's like, do you mean the outhouse? I'm like, just tell me where the fucking bathroom is, bro. I got time for this shit. Yeah, we you know? we
2: all know that you're not from that time period. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. Like you and like when you're not here, you're at Kinko's. Do you mean <laughs> the
1: <laughs> yeah? Like do, do you mean the outhouse or the or the privy? Shut just tell the, me where the fuck the bathroom shut the is. Fuck up. You're a manager at Red Robin <laughs> 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 and an unemployed actor who does this on the side. Hmm. Ah, oh, but on, the, on weekends I eat fire. <laughs> so that was one of the.
0: Did you? Guys, did you? Either of you guys watch uh, Sleepy Hollow when it was on TV? No. The TV show? Or yeah. Is, no. No, it was fucking cool, man, and that was one of the coolest things about it is that like this dude, like so basically Ichabod Crane was like revived in oh, I present love day. Ichabod Crane. Like he was, he was revived in present day, mm. um, and there were people, like, and he was a, he was like a. a it, a soldier in the the Civil War, right? Yes. Um, really?
2: That was I, I thought Ichabod Crane. No, this this is a, a very flamboyant man.
0: No, that's like, the that's, Disney version.
2: Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, this isn't this. This Ichabod was a soldier. He was. He was. He was a pretty much a, a badass. Nice. Uh, but it was mad funny because him being from the Civil War era. There were these reenactments of the Civil War that, like, when he saw them, he was just like... It was it was just really cool to see somebody from that era interact with somebody that was reenacting, but it, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'll have to check that out. And your listeners are going to have to check that out, too.
0: Yeah, if they haven't already, but they probably haven't.
2: <laughs> they
0: probably haven't. Yeah. Man. So anyway you spoke about uh keeping things close to the vest on what lenny's doing so you're keeping it on the dl that's pretty much all he told me all right so, and you pretty much like already said what he was
1: probably going to interview mike tyson about nice. so whatever Words.
0: so i mean th- there are um some other things that we kept on the dl mm. um that you didn't want to talk about but now you can yeah because i can it's because it was on tv already it was on tv let's talk about it
1: yeah What was it? So it was Beat Shazam, which was actually on Fox last Thursday, Mm -hmm. um, and it actually was on at nine o'clock, and it was uh, hosted by Jamie Fox on Fox. On Fox. Um, So yeah, me and my wife Becca actually were lucky enough to be contestants on the show, and it was an awesome experience. Um, I mean, we got to meet Jamie Fox right off the bat, which was badass. we for those of you that have not watched it, um, you know, make sure you check it out. But I will tell you that you know, we did not win. We got uh we got to the first round and then got sent home. But uh, you know, was, any was any bullshit. M- yeah, every
2: one of my family members say that.
1: Yeah, I mean everybody that that at work that has actually watched the show and everybody else that has like friends of mine that have been sincerely like thought it was pretty much bullshit that like the way that it went down because it the the way the show works is you the idea is to beat shazam the music app that can guess the song so basically you're competing against two teams you have a uh, a podium in front of you that basically looks like what all all i can compare it to is like the simon says game you have four panels and there's a big shazam screen in front of you and the dj plays a song and you have to be the first person to buzz into it but you get to buzz in regardless as to what you think the right song is, because the first two rounds are multiple choice. So you hit the, you hear the song, you hit what your selection is. Even if you get it right, you have to be the fastest to get the to, to tag it. To in. get it right, yeah. So Becca and I got pretty much every single song right, with the exception of maybe one or two, and. Uh, You know, we just were not always the fastest. There were a couple songs where we were the fastest, but in the long run, there's something called the fast track round where the money almost doubles and triples. So say you have like four grand and the other team has nothing and then they hit the fast track round and you, for some reason, don't buzz in the time they or win. get it wrong. Yeah. They trump you and go to the next round and that's essentially what happened. That's well, ridiculous. And, and that he, team wasn't getting anything right the entire nothing. time. Nope. Just the fucking fast track round. Of course, they got that right and trumped us. Um, but... They were uh, they were actually very nice ladies. They were from Waltham. Manny and Lee, they were the other contestants that were... They were actually pretty cool people, but they were just fucking faster than us. Like, they were, like, ridiculous fast. I don't even know how the hell you hear a song that fast and know what it is. It was just unbelievable. So, watch the episode to to check it out. I mean, now I know you guys had, a, like, questions for me that I couldn't ask you or answer beforehand. Like, do you have any questions you want to ask me now? Now that it's out in the open and I can talk about it. Do you still talk to all the contestants that were on your episode? Yeah, we're actually still in like a group chat. Oh, so nice. every once in a while, like we'll hit each other up on Facebook. We might plan to actually get together and like grab drinks or whatever, just to kind of like be like, Hey, our episode came out. So it was cool. You know, it was a, it was a good experience. They were, they were all nice people. It was just, it just comes down to the wire, man, where it's like you're competing against each other. So you got to go for it. Weird thing is that we were all from Boston or like New England, like not necessarily New England. But, you know, we're from Rhode Island. They're from Boston or Massachusetts. And then you also have this other uh, those two guys, Minnie and Lee, like they're from New York. But the guy in the in the uh, vest, the blue vest actually went to Brown University in Providence. So it's like we all had like New England ties so that was like a common ground. And we never thought that because of our similarities, mm. we were all going to be on the same episode, but they paired us all together. So that was kind of random. But uh, but yeah, so that's, yeah. And I also, and those, for those of you who haven't watched it, uh, they did have a special guest, which was Mariah Carey came out. Mm. And Mariah Carey was super nice. But I'm sure you guys have questions about that.
2: Yeah, so what did <laughs> she do? <laughs>
1: so Mariah Carey came out. She... It, we didn't expect her to be there. Mm. We we heard rumors there might be a special guest.
2: And who did you think it was going to be? Lewis Black.
1: For, I did, but then it switched because they said they said he said, "Ladies and gentlemen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Timberlake." And we thought he was going to come out because we were in a Justin Timberlake category, and mm-hmm. he didn't come out, and it was a joke on us. Oh, well. No, then, then he said. Then he said friggin' Mariah Carey, and we thought that was gonna be a joke, and then, like, three seconds later, she did walk out, and, uh, my wife lost her shit, and literally, like, almost, like, was in, like, tears, and then, like, you know, it was... That's cute. Yeah, got to, like, give her a hug and all this stuff. It was, it was cool.
0: Yo, what was up with the piano and the fucking candles? Like... I don't know, because here's the thing, like, when I saw uh, the... She doesn't even play piano, like... If she does, she's never done it, like, in, like, a... Uh, I think she does, though. I've never seen it done, like, in any of her, like, music videos or, like, on stage performances, so, like, it was really know, weird man. to me. I
1: was under the impression that she did play piano. Maybe I'm wrong, but, like, she, when she came out and sat down to the piano and they had all these, like, candles set up for her, I figured someone was going to come out. I just not know who, and then it was her. I was like, oh, she's obviously going to sit down... And, like, do a song or something. And she sat down and, like, Jamie Foxx was like, hey, you know, all these people were so excited to see you when you came out because you have, like, defined an era. And she was, like, and she was just kind of, like, you know, thank you. Like, the whole, like, hands together thing. Was
2: she slurring her words? No. She
1: was pretty articulate. But she came out and then, like, we did a category that was called Divas, which had some of her music in it. And then... She just, like, got up and left, and it was weird. Did she tell anybody
2: she was leaving, or did she just, like, get up and start walking? I think and Jamie She Fox gave an was Irish like, goodbye, uh, bro. Uh,
1: Mariah Carey, everybody. I it was an
0: Irish goodbye. She fucking ghosted it. It was like, well, where'd she go? <laughs> I
1: think it's one of those things where it was already, like... It was pre-decided what she was going to do when she came out on stage, and she... She didn't, I mean, obviously she didn't have to play, and she didn't, and she walked. I mean, dude, just, I mean, yeah, it is odd that she came out and didn't play anything and left. But I look at it this way. I fucking got to meet Jamie Foxx and Mariah Carey, which will probably never happen again. And that was uh, an awesome experience. Um, Jamie Foxx is, like, Mariah was was very nice, but Jamie Foxx is just, like, a cool dude. You know, like I got to actually give him a couple high fives. Like he came around and like, you know, I gave him like daps and kind of like, you know, the man hug with the pat on the back. Like he was a nice guy, you know, like super nice guy. So I can't, I'm a big fan of, of uh big fan of Jamie Foxx. So the, the fact that he actually turned out being like a chill dude makes me respect him even more. Awesome. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys get any other questions, let me know. But I mean, I have pretty much talked about everything I could. It, but you guys really got to watch the episode to it, see exactly how it went down. Is
2: Jamie Foxx really blind or was that just a character in Ray?
1: That was just a character in Ray. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, yeah, that but that was Beach Shazam. <laughs> Check it out. You can on-demand it. And uh, there you go. Do, on, uh, I, wow, I sound like a fucking... So, trying, to, trying to add a little burl. flavor here. <laughs> <laughs> so Shia LaBeouf fucked up again. Uh that's yeah, no surprise. Yeah, I mean, that guy just, like, can't get his shit together. You know? I mean... But this time, he... He <laughs> got, like, mad racist. He got all Mel Gibson but on some cops.
0: It wasn't even racist. No, it wasn't but very it was just,
1: racist. He just it fucked up. was just ignorant.
0: Up. He just fucked him up so bad. He was like, your wife watches porn <laughs> featuring <laughs> Black Cock. G- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: It was like, that's... That's kind of normal nowadays. Like, that's... Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know if what I wonder what the cops like reaction was internally though.
2: Probably like, yeah, I just probably watched some.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did you find out?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean like he did um he did release like a a statement saying that like he apologized. Um which But it really it probably
2: wasn't him. It was probably like a ghost writer and his publicist.
1: Um I mean, I'm sure that it was talked about, you know, as to, like, what he should say in his, like, tweet, because it's going to be, like, you know, seen by everyone. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just feel bad for the guy in a sense. I mean, like, Jesus Christ, he was doing a lot of stuff, and then all of a sudden he just, like, for some reason, like, went down the wrong fucking lane, and he keep he can't get his shit together.
2: I mean, do you feel bad for Lindsay Lohan? Because that's who he is.
1: Uh, I mean, Lindsay Lohan, I think, has gotten a little bit more trouble than him. But, I mean... His tweet basically said, um, uh, I am deeply ashamed of my behavior and make no excuses for it. I don't know if these statements are too frequent or not shared often enough, but I am certain that my actions warrant a very sincere apology to the arresting officers, and I am grateful for their restraint. The severity of my behavior is not lost on me. My outright disrespect for authority is problematic to say the least and completely destructive to say the worst. It is a new low. A low, I hope, is a bottom. I've been struggling with addiction publicly for far too long, and I'm actively taking steps towards securing my sobriety and hope I can be forgiven for my mistakes.
2: What is he addicted to? Alcohol. Just
1: alcohol. That's what he says. He says that he has an alcohol. He's an, he's an alcoholic. Um, so I don't know if there are any other drugs involved. Uh, if there are, he hasn't openly admitted that, but he has admitted like a problem with alcohol. All right, cool. But I say if he wants to get sober, he should just do it. Do it.
2: (laughs) And then that little flex at the end. That's the best part of that whole video Was when he does that weird Hulk Hogan flex. Don't
1: wait until tomorrow. Conquer your dreams. Just do it. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I think.
2: He's not boring. I'll say that. No. Like, I enjoy his arrests. I look forward to his next one because there will be a next one.
1: Yeah, and I like seeing him like yell racial sh- racial shit at bowling alleys and then run down the street without his pants.
0: <laughs>
2: mm, yep, oh. and like slap Alan Cummings on the ass during his performance in cabaret. Yeah, I yeah yeah that's <laughs> funny. That was a uh, that was classy.
1: He just gives zero fucks at this point, dude. No, I mean, and he's a millionaire. So
0: let's just talk about how this dude Andy Machete is like fucking. Blowing the fuck up right oh, now. No, he yeah, is, he's he is just like the it guy
1: right now. Oh, nah. oh nah. Yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs>
0: Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, dude, like, fucking it kind of, the movie It just, like, kind of launched him into fucking superstardom right now because, like, he, well, tentatively into superstardom because he's, like, about to direct a bunch of shit that hasn't come out yet, but the shit that he's directing, it's all big name shit.
2: Yeah. I would assume that some people in Hollywood have seen it or seen clips from it and realize, oh, man, this director might be legit. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to throw everything at him to see what he's willing to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, like he's, he's going to do the movie It. And he's, uh, that's already in the bag. Yep, that's already in the bag. Um, Robotech. And he's also going to uh, direct the TV show Lock and Key which
2: I am such a huge fan of Joe Hill, who's the creator of this comic book. Also Joe-
1: Stephen King's son. Exactly.
2: Not a lot of people know that Joe Hill is actually Stephen King's son. And uh, I'm I'm very much looking forward to Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. I know you're very much looking forward to Robotech.
0: I'm, um, lo- I'm, I'm looking forward to both of them. I mean, I, I have actually, uh, eventually what we're going to do is we're going to give this away, but I have an uh, autographed, copy of the first uh trade paperback of lock and key oh wow that that is something that we're uh trying to put together a decent contest for so stay tuned for that hell yeah um the uh but the robotech movie uh back to that uh the show was a 1980s um basically like a mashup. they took they took three three different
2: different shows yep and smashed them together. It just had a similar style of graphics.
0: Exactly. And they just basically rewrote everything in English and created like this timeline and like they made it a generational show. So you had the first season, which was Macross. Uh, that was uh, the first generation of the Robotech series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second generation was uh, Southern Cross, which featured the children of some of the uh, main characters from the first uh, season. And then you had the third season, which was uh, the Invid Invasion or uh, the uh, Next Generation, um, which was based on Genesis Climber Mosbeta. Uh, and these were three completely different series, but they made it make sense to be together, which was really fucking cool. Uh, there was a common plot thread between all of it, like involving protoculture, uh, which was the fuel source that was uh, used by the aliens and that was adopted by the human race, like to. They you know, power these yes. giant mechs.
2: A spaceship crashes in the South Pacific, right? And then from that, Ameri- well, not Americans, but civilization, human civilization, create all these robotic, giant, massive robots,
0: right?
1: Off the alien technology, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. and because yeah. of, because, like of alien, and yeah, and the, because of the alien day,
0: yeah, and because of the alien technology, one. there's Ugh. there's really a United Nations now. It's like you have the UN. Um, is not necessarily like any separation uh between governments like everybody's just kind of working together because they want to like defeat the zentradi which are the original like uh invaders um
2: i agree i just want to i just want to take a second to say uh, this world really needs an alien invasion dude it's so funny you because the second the aliens come down this all of earth is just going to band together I was like, fuck the
1: grays. It's fucking crazy that you just said that, dude, because I was like, I should probably comment on that. But like, it's probably not the place. And you took the words right out of my mouth. Like, Mm -hmm. seriously, aliens invade, dude. Like, yeah, like no one gives a shit. It's just like humans band together. Yep. Right. It's like we now have a new
2: thing to hate. (laughs) Yeah. It looks different from us. So it's
0: not <laughs>
2: like we still get to hold on to the idea of racism. Yeah. <laughs> but we just get to project it towards actual aliens. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Like, and then and, we and, steal
2: all their dance moves.
0: And like that, The series like back in the day, the series did did that. Like it said all that like in in its own way. And uh, it they did a really good job of like adapting all of that shit to, you know, American culture and uh, making people, like, kind of fall in love with these characters. And if they can do any of that for a uh, a two-and-a-half-hour movie or a two-hour and 45-minute movie, if it's going to be that long, hopefully it is because this shit is so epic, I can't see them, like, cramming it into an hour-and-a-half or whatever. Um, I was like,
2: if Pacific Rim was able to make it over two hours, mm -hmm. I think Robotech you know, with the, with their vast kind of cat, back catalog of everything to draw from,
0: right? Probably
2: has the ability to do something, make it longer.
0: And that's and that's something that I'm hoping, like, if they get it off the ground and it's and it's what it's supposed to be. Hopefully, they do a series out of this. Like, it's like a it's like you have a series of movies, Harry Potter style, where it's just like epic, where you have like seven or eight oh, films. Oh yeah,
2: every year they're dropping something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you get like, you know, the you get a couple of films that cover the Macross saga, you get a couple of films that cover the the Southern Cross era. Cuz that's then, probably
2: what they're going to do. They're going to start off with the first season yeah. of Robotech and turn that into a movie. And then if it catches on, which I would assume it will because it has a large loyal following.
0: Right. I'm right. sure
2: they already have in the makes the script for the second Robotech
0: Like, I just want them to do, I want them to do enough with it. Like, I want them to be able to do, like, you know, multiple films for each season, you know?
2: What is your favorite season?
0: My favorite season was the third one. Um, Just because, I mean, the first season was, like, classic. It was amazing. But the third season had the uh, Cyclones. So, those are, like, these motorcycles that actually convert into body armor. Oh, cool. Which oh, is, like...
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that.
0: It's, like, the coolest shit, like, ever. Um, and, like, their helmets Who were so fucking... Who doesn't want to be
2: a motorcycle?
0: Right. And <laughs> their, their helmets were so fucking dope. Like, it, it's... That's definitely my favorite uh, season, just because I love those those bikes.
1: Like, that one that just came by? <laughs>
2: No, no, not like that one.
1: That was epic timing. Right? I'm sorry, that was classic. <laughs> dude, you couldn't plan that shit. Well, you could. Nope. But. Although
2: I will say that that motorcycle did sound Japanese to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, bro, I mean, like, I hope that this dude, uh, Andy uh, Mach- Machetti, is, like, up to the task and he does a good job. Uh, We'll know when we see it, whether or not he's got the chops to direct something because this it wasn't something that he wrote, obviously, because it's based on Stephen King. And it was uh, done off a treatment that uh, Carrie Fukunaga um, had already like started directing. Yep. So then
2: jumped off and in pops this guy.
0: Right. So we'll see how we'll see how he does. And then obviously Lock and Key uh, is going to be fucking awesome. Yep. No, definitely. Family moves into a haunted house. Family
2: moves into the key house. Finds a uh, portal to another dimension in the basement. Right. Yep. And uh, they forge a bunch of keys uh, off of demons that come through. Right. That evaporate into iron once they come into uh, like the Earth's atmosphere. Forge a bunch of keys that uh, they use to fight against the horde of darkness.
0: Right. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be epic if they do it right. And, again, it's all going to come down to whether or not this dude knows how to direct.
2: Yeah. I would assume he does. <clears throat> well,
0: I, mean, I mean... If he's getting all this work, I mean, I'm guessing yeah. the answer is yes.
1: But, like, yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. That's what I was going to say.
0: I mean, technically, if he is directing it
1: and it's already getting, like, decent reviews from, you know, screened audiences, it, it seems like he's got to know what he's doing. I mean, like it's, you can't just direct it and have it be a, you know, have it be awesome because it's it. You have to know how to direct it and direct it. Well, one of the other things that I was reading about recently and it, and it's very different than, um, what the original it, uh, the movie version showed was, um, I guess what they're going to be doing in this new movie and in the original one, you know, that, um, Georgie actually is like in the, in the book, He's actually found, they find his, his body and find out that his arm was ripped off by Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Georgie. Yeah, and they um, and in this one, in the, in the movie version of it, they don't even find his body. Um, so they're pretty much just like searching for him. But they go into like the underground tunnels and sewers to find, you know, look for, for Georgie and try to find his body or figure out what happened to him. And I don't remember this being a thing in the original movie, um, or I didn't really read the, the finish the book. But um, in this movie version, they're walking through all these tunnels and sewers, and they start to find like like a single shoe, or like somebody's glasses, mm-hmm. or like so they it's creepy as fuck because they're finding all these items of people that have gone missing and you start to realize it's this thing that's just been living down there. That's taking a form and feeds off people's fear. And it just scares it. That's a very scary thing. I feel like there was a kind of like the only other thing I can, that that what it reminded me of specifically was in, um, uh, the movie fire in the sky with, uh, with, with uh, where, oh yeah with where travis shoe Walton? that's just floating yeah around. so the travis walton he's getting dragged through this tunnel and it's like in this ufo craft and as he's getting dragged he he like he picks up you see he goes he, his body gets dragged by like a shoe stuck on something that's clearly from earth and then there's this pair of glasses that are just spinning they belong to somebody and like you just know like what the fuck happened to that guy dude whatever you know, like happened that with- it's not, it's, I mean, like it's, it's not the image. It's the thought of not knowing that freaks me out. And I was reading about that article and it just brought back that memory. It was kind of chilling.
2: Whatever happened at DB Sweeney to begin with? I know he's not dead, but he might as well be.
1: He's not doing shit now, man. No. Um, I mean the real Travis Walton is pretty fucked up still. So, I mean, I are he still alive? Oh, he's still alive. I think uh, all the guys are. There can we get, a- can we get him on the show? Maybe. We probably could, actually, if we asked him. But he... uh, he, Uh, We'll fly him in. Yeah, right? He... um, I know that Travis Walton and the guys, they did a paranormal uh, activity or paranormal something show.
2: Paranormal activity on the sci-fi network. Yeah,
1: and there was a whole uh, episode based on that abduction case, and they had all the guys, like, get interviewed, and there are some guys that are still, like, fucked up from it, like, talk about it, and are brought to tears about what happened, so... I mean, I just find it very hard to believe that you'd be that emotional about something that didn't actually happen still, you know? So anyway, we were getting off topic there, but that whole it thing and the finding those random items in the tunnel made me think of that movie and it's just creepy as shit. Do
2: we know if the it movie, cause everything that I've watched about all the trailers and everything that I've seen about the it movie, it all takes place when the main characters are children. Are you? I don't
1: uh, think it. I don't think it fast forwards to when they're adults. I think so, it takes care so in it the childhood be, years. So
2: it should be expected that they're they might be setting this up for it too.
1: Uh, probably, I would definitely assume that they would be, because that would obviously it. You're. I found like there's because when that was released mm-hmm. on in for the TV movie mm-hmm. with Tim Curry, it was a two-parter. It was like yeah. it was like four and a half hours. So they would never be able to make a movie that long. So they'll probably cover like the childhood years and then go back. Maybe if there's a second one. So, yeah. But I'm really excited to see what this guy does because it's just hard to envision anybody else but Tim Curry playing Pennywise. But I think this guy is going to bring something great to the table. Now let's just take a second to hear a little bit about our sponsor. Supply and demand investing. Guys, not all investments are created equal. So... Cooley, if you had to choose, who would you invest in, Disney or Facebook?
0: Uh, that's a good question. I mean, uh, I'd probably go with Disney. I mean, they, they own Marvel. They own Lucasfilm, which I, you know is the, you know, they got Star Wars now. You know what I mean? Star Wars is huge. These guys are making millions, if not billions of dollars per movie. So, I mean hundreds of billions sometimes, I'd have to invest in Disney.
1: Yeah, man, I I don't know. I mean, like, I think if I was going to invest in anything, it probably would be Facebook because we use Facebook to post all of our stuff. Also, they own Instagram, they own WhatsApp, and they also own Oculus. So they're doing pretty well. But uh, check this out, man. Did you know that Disney pays an annual dividend of 1.48% and Facebook doesn't pay a dividend?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I I actually do own Disney stock, so so I'm, like, kind of putting my money where my mouth is.
1: Well, over the last three years, which of these stocks has performed better? Well, the winner's going to be Facebook, man, because they grew at 130.26% versus Disney, which is 21.99%. $10,000 invested with Facebook grew $23,026 versus Disney's $12,000. So dude, if you want to see some of these charted results, I would go to supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash and You know that's us, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Supply and Demand Investing (laughs) is here to help you when it comes to comparing stocks, mutual funds and or bonds in the hopes of delivering better than average results, whether they be long term, short term or something in the middle. So if you'd like a free stock comparison or a free financial review, then please go to supplyanddemandinvesting.com redbeard. And remember, like any good sports team, when it comes to investing, there are times to play offense by investing in things like the S&P 500 and times to play defense by investing in things like bonds, CDs, or cash. The Giants! Yeah, so I say go Pats. Fuck the Pats. The Pats won. So, So. yo, so Cooley, man, you were talking to me um this week about uh some stuff that you read or heard about uh, where they released like a teaser of uh Infinity War, and uh, I just wanted you to kind of can you like go over that again, man, because it was pretty badass what you were telling me you heard.
0: Yeah, so basically, uh, at D twenty three, which is the Disney Expo, um, they basically. Um, like, did a little screening of the first footage from Infinity War, and this like is
2: actual movie footage.
0: Actual Dude, movie oh, footage. This shit sounds awesome, man. Oh, and this is I'm gonna read to you guys exactly <laughs> what I read. <laughs> the famous um, shit. Oh fuck. <laughs> which is pretty fucking dope. I was like so I was so excited when I read this, and and I cannot wait to actually see. I'm hoping that they end up releasing this footage to the public. Uh, but basically, this is where it starts. The Guardians of the Galaxy emerge from light speed in a field of asteroids and red gas. Something large was once in this sector of space. A planet, maybe? But now it's gone. Star-Lord says, okay, Guardians, don't forget this might be dangerous. So let's put on our mean faces. Out of nowhere, a creature thuds against their windshield. It's Thor. He's unconscious, beaten to hell. Rocket yells, wipe it, wipe it, get it off! The Guardians bring the Stranger in, and Mantis revives him. Who the hell are you guys, Thor asks. From here, it's a rapid-fire montage of imagery. We see Tom Hiddleston's Loki offering the Tesseract up as a gift, presumably to Thanos, with whom he has been aligned since the first Avengers film. There's also a shot of Tom Holland's spidey sense tingling as hair on his arms rises, while he reads on a school bus. Then he's in the gold lace suit that Stark offered him at the end of the Homecoming movie. Iron Man, Captain America, Black Panther, and Doctor Strange strike defensive poses in another montage of introductions. Then, Thanos emerges from a smoky portal as Brolin's voiceover purrs. Fun really isn't something one considers when balancing the universe. But this does put a smile on my face, the space tyrant says. I know what it's like to lose, to fight so desperately with all your life, but to fail just the same, Thanos goes on, as we see a tearful Spider-Man apologizing. Run from it, Thanos says, but destiny still arrives. We see that the villain already has two stones in the Infinity Gauntlet, which offer him phenomenal powers even without the others. The two stones went by quick, but it appeared to be the Blue Tesseract or Space Stone from the first Captain America, and the Purple Power Stone, which was the orb from the original Guardians of the Galaxy. We see him on the surface of a blighted world, drawing a moon or another planet into the atmosphere of the realm where he's battling the Avengers, ripping chunks of it free as they streak toward the battle like cannon fire. It seems like it's going to be the end of that world.
2: Oh, man, I
1: I can't wait. Hawkeye is going to have a big part in this. (laughs) I mean, I'm pumped, man, because they have been hinting at Thanos for a long time. Like Marvel has been like really like setting this up. So I remember when uh, I forgot what movie was, was at the end of the first Avengers where they showed Thanos like at the at the very end,
0: yeah, where they show him and he says he like uh,
1: he like turns and smiles. You yeah, know what I'm talking about he's got a
2: huge chin.
1: Yeah, and they mm-hmm. they basically like like people. I remember like being in the theater, like I know who I knew who it was, but I did not you know what I mean? But it was funny. Like a lot of people in the theater, you just hear the, the everybody in the theater go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> because they're like he doesn't oh, fuck around. Oh my god! So you know it was crazy. Like now to see that this is all coming to fruition is pretty epic
0: yeah like people don't really realize what they're in store for like it's like everybody's like oh you know like not everybody but I mean I've heard people say that they've kind of like you know I'm I'm not as like into the comic book movies as I was when they first came out or they're kind of getting sick of everything or they're you know but dude like what they've been building and what they've Mm. been you know getting everybody ready for like there's no way you can get ready for it. I mean, like you you have every single character they that they've introduced so far is going to be in this movie. Um and if you haven't been keeping track, that's a lot of fucking characters. That's a lot of people. Even uh, Kobe
2: Smolders.
0: Yeah, she's gonna be in it. She's, she's gonna, gonna be th- in I can't
1: it. even imagine the fucking budget they had for this. Yeah. It's I mean Disney it's Disney this- money, bro. It's Disney ne- money. Star Wars money. So many goddamn A-list actors in this movie, and they all have, like, one, two million dollar contracts. I can't yeah, even imagine don't... how much, like, money they're getting paid.
0: But don't forget, they're still on... Like, every one of these actors is still on their, like, six-film contract. Yeah. that.
1: That's, but that's what I'm saying.
0: Like, just
1: for this, plus what they've already been building outside of this movie. hmm Not that's... to mention, like... What's his name, dude? Uh... Uh, oh, I can't remember. His name. Benedict Cumberbatch, man. Yeah, that guy, Doctor Strange. That was one. There probably is going to be another one, right? He's going. Oh, to... there's
0: definitely going to be another Doctor Strange yeah. movie. There's this
1: one. There's he's going to be in this movie. Not to mention that he was Smog from fucking uh The Hobbit. Yeah. That was a, a pretty awesome voiceover for the dragon. Then he's doing like all these other like legit roles that are not Marvel related. Like the guy's cleaning up. You know what I mean? Like, regardless, it if you it so get a call from Marvel, money.
2: you're set for life.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Like there's
2: no reason you're not
1: taking that we'll be, Marvel call. Well, you're taking you're taking a Marvel role that you know is going to have more than one appearance. Oh yeah, it's so gonna, that's the you're best definitely going to get like me. your
2: own movie, and you're going to get cameos in every other. Although they've never movie. done
1: like a Hawkeye movie.
2: Well, yeah. Well, that's because it's frigging Hawkeye.
1: Yeah.
0: Yo, the original group. And I'm talking, I'm talking RDJ, Chris Evans, um, what's his name there? Uh, Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo. Yep. Um, even though, you know, Edward Norton was the actual, was the Hulk in the actual movie. And then Hulk Eric movie. Banner before that. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Eric Banner's is not part of this, uh, yeah, yeah, he wasn't, that wasn't part of this world, but yeah, I mean, that movie. He was movie. good.
1: That movie just sucked. The script yeah. was awful.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll never get over the fact that the Hulk fought gamma irradiated poodles.
2: Yeah, he well, one poodle. Yeah, there, there was, was one like poodle. A bulldog. Yeah.
0: But still. Like, yeah, the, po- was, the poodle was, was like yeah, ugh. It was really uh, bad. But the uh but yeah, just though the original group, the core group, especially R D J imagine being R D J getting plucked out of like nowhere. Right, because your career was kinda like it wasn't... Your career wasn't, like, completely shit, but you weren't really but Jake, doing much. He, was, he made a comeback. He did yeah.
2: Tropic Thunder, and then everybody was was clamoring for him, and he got to be Iron Man, and God, now that's all he has to do.
1: Yeah. it's That's his life, is just Iron Man. So I have a question that I just want to pose to all of our listeners, and I just want you guys to comment on this. Uh, hit us up on Twitter or uh, comment on the podcast in general, but... This is just a question for you, right? So Thanos will arrive at Earth in 24 hours. Build a team of five people to stop him. Who do you choose? So comment on that. Uh, let us know what you think because I'm really interested to know like what, what team you would get together to actually, you think would be able to actually stop them. Uh, so let us know. Twitter, you know, Redbeard Podcast, Facebook. Hit us up, guys. Let us know.
0: Yeah, this shit's going to be epic, man. Absolutely epic. I cannot wait. Uh, 2 Potter so far. Um, I think that's going to be the end of the Marvel Universe as we know it. Uh, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure they've said that it's going to be the end of the Marvel Universe as we know it. So After this movie? Yeah. Um, so there won't be any more Marvel like movies? Oh, there'll be Marvel movies, but from what I understand, they're all going to be... like Recast? Cos- no, they're going to be cosmic-based what do you mean? Uh, so they're going to be like in the Guardians' realm, like out in the galaxy. Oh, okay. Like all the, all the, all the. So they're Space no longer right? So we'll, we'll see because well, they'll I know
2: get back to Earth eventually.
0: Yeah. Plus, I know that you know we're going to have Captain Marvel. We're going to have more Spider-Man. We're going to have more Captain uh, Marvel is coming. Yeah. <laughs> more Black Panther, which is going to be fucking oh, dope. Can't wait. Oh, Yeah, Black <clears throat> Panther looks good, man. Uh, um, but yeah, but you saw, um, you saw the strain.
1: Oh, dude. The Strain. FX,
0: The Strain.
1: Um, I'm a big fan of The Strain, as you guys are, too. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Guillermo de Toro's uh, heading this up. This has been confirmed through, uh, you know, the beginning of this episode that it's going to be the final season, uh, which is great. Um, I know a lot of people sometimes are like, Ah, it's my favorite show. I know coolie you're like that. You don't want it to end if you really love it. But for me, it's kind of like... It's one of these things that I want them to end it because I feel like if they drag it out, it's just going to start sucking. And like right now, it's at such a good place that I feel like if they just end it, it'll be like a really great short-lived four-season show. Um, And this first episode was awesome phenomenal I, they they ended last season with a fucking on nuke su- on a, such a big bang did you know that i did not even think i did not even think that that was the finale I, I i went into that episode not knowing it was the finale i was like oh well that sucks can't wait until next week and then i was like oh that fucking sucks like that's it like and then i realized i had to wait like 6 months but it came back on and they recapped some stuff it takes place like almost like six months later, six to eight months later, where like uh, the UV rays from the, from the sun have been blocked out from the nuclear blast. So they're no longer affecting the people that are on the ground. So they're, uh, they're starting to actually coexist in some assen- like sense. It's really weird. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah. the, uh, but I really like the fact that um, the master has taken uh, the, the British dudes, uh, the old guy, Oh, I yeah, forgot his name, right. but the dude from you know Jumanji was yeah, like the, the Juman guy. Yeah, he they uh, they basically took his body and he's like all starting to look all you know vampired out, um, and they changed his voice and fucked with it. And I really think that guy's a good actor in general, so he's doing some really good things playing the master. And um, I don't know. You, you're actually uh, I'm comparing uh, the the main character's son in the show. I don't know if they're trying to do this. And maybe you guys will get this, but, like, down to the same almost haircut, he's starting to resemble Carl from The Walking Dead. <laughs> like, and I feel like they're, if you put them side by side, they would look like brothers. You know, it's almost like, hmm, that's a little interesting. But, anyway, I mean, like, th- this this uh, episode of The Strain is pretty fucking cool, man. Like, there's some shit that, they're trying to get the son to actually, like, get violent and kill things and start to become evil so um, I don't know I mean you guys will have to check this out for yourselves I really don't want to spoil anything but it was just such a fucking good first episode
2: oh yeah I'll be checking it oh out and
1: Fett's another great character yo I don't know if they actually I, I was looking into this but the the blonde chick the British chick um, that was in the last uh, season what happened to her at the end of the last season do you guys remember she um, was still with Fett wasn't she I don't think no. so.
0: No. What happened to her? She was with... Uh...
1: She
2: was, like, back with her girlfriend.
1: No,
0: she no, was, she was with No, because the girlfriend, like, uh, turned her F. down. Who? She was with F. Fet? No. F. Who's F? Ephraim. I'm blanking out, bro. Yeah. Oh, come no, on, man. Bro, the I'm main blanking. fucking character. The doctor. Oh. Well, Ephraim had... Merriweather.
1: Okay, yeah. All right. Well, that's not the case now. Because okay. Because... Because that's what I was confused. Actually, yeah, remind me. I remember well, she, she jumps like, around.
2: F- she was like sleeping
1: with everybody. Yeah, he got, he got pissed. Yeah, but I mean, the weird thing is that he is not. If this takes place like eight months later, she's not with him so far as what I can see. And like Fett is with like some other girl now. Mm-hmm. And I was confused as if she was recast because she like hasn't been seen. I mean, granted, it was only the first episode, but she hasn't been seen yet. So, yeah, I
0: can't rem- I actually can't yeah, remember she, off the top she, of my head, but I think she may have she may have died or gotten infected at the end.
2: I Yeah, I don't remember. She wasn't one of my top tier characters. Good I really for Fett liked though. Her. Good I really for liked Fett. Her. She thought she was cool. He was my boy.
0: She was. Oh, made, he still she was,
1: is. He still will be, dude. In this first episode, he's just a fucking G.
0: She was made so. for the show though. Like she wasn't actually part of the uh, the novels. Yeah.
1: Well, Yo, check out The Strain. I know you guys will. It's, I'll do this it. first episode was fucking awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Hell yeah.
2: The Strain. When that show first came out, I thought that it was going to be about uh, constipation.
0: Did you? Did, <laughs> but, nope. <laughs> did either of you guys see... The Strain. See, did either of you guys see War for the Planet of the Apes? I did not. I have not yet. No. no. That shit was fucking dope. Woody Harrelson was That's good. That's
2: what I heard. I heard it was mm-hmm. excellent. Excellent.
0: Woody Harrelson was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, in in the role, like he they they chose the perfect role for him, or they chose the perfect guy for the role, whichever came first.
2: He's so good at not playing a stoner. Yeah. Which is surprising because that's what he is. Mm-hmm. He's so fucked up in real life, and then he like has his shit together in movies.
1: Is he really fucked up in real life? I didn't know that. Well, he's just—he's just a huge like—he's
2: just like a huge uh, like stoner. He's like Willie Nelson.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's—I mean there are a lot of people that smoke weed. I oh mean, yeah. I, I mean no, he's I, not like drug addiction, you know. So. I'm not—I'm not saying that. Well, when you said messed up, that's what I thought.
2: Yeah, but I mean like you're—you do enough pot and you're kind of just like, hey man, that's you know that's I've done pot for years. And I am doing it no justice at all. So it's almost <laughs> like I don't know what I've been through over the past decade smoking weed.
0: Have you guys uh, Have you guys seen the other movies in the series,
1: though? Yeah, I've seen the first two. Yeah. Yeah, I just haven't had a chance to see this one. It just came out. They've been it? getting yeah, progressively
2: yeah. better. Like, the last one was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. The first one had James Franco on it. Yeah. And then the second one, they did a smart move by taking James
1: Franco out of it. <laughs> hmm. Well, he kind of left that realm anyway. Like, like I really all about Caesar.
0: I Caesar. really liked. Uh, I really liked both of them. I really liked the uh, the first movie because of Caesar. Uh, like in the like, Andy Serkis is such a fucking awesome like mocap actor. Yeah. Uh, like mocap. That that <laughs> mocap is short for motion capture. For those that don't know. Yep. But but that ape. Is so fucking believable, um, like I don't know, like it, it's you know it's CG, but at the same time you're just like I just want one.
1: I mean Jesus Christ, <laughs> I look fucking
0: at, want a, a, a an ape. I
1: mean look at look at Gollum from Lord of the Rings. That yeah. was Andy Circus as well. I mean the guy is great as far as like being in a suit and just immersing himself in the character and then they just do whatever they want with it. Pretty much you know? any
0: cool character that was motion captured has been played by Andy Circus. Andy Circus. circus. Yeah.
2: He's he's got that cornered.
1: Did you Go. guys know not to switch we're not going to switch too too much but uh talking about motion capture uh you played the new Friday the 13th game. Yeah. And Kane Hodder who we interviewed actually did all the motion capture for that game. Yeah. So I mean, talk about like if they, if you guys think that is very Jason Voorhees, that's because Jason Voorhees fucking was like motion capture for that. Yeah. But I mean, Andy Circus, give him props, man, because this guy is like you rarely see his actual face, but you're being you're being captivated by the movements and the emotion that he brings forth on stage mm-hmm. uh, or on, you know and on screen. So. You know, just just realize, you know, there's there's somebody behind that. That's just not some dude in a computer. There's somebody that they actually have to CG around to make Caesar come to life.
0: Yeah, like he, I I he is actually responsible for training pretty much everybody. Yeah. Um, including uh your boy uh what Rocket the guy that the guy that played yeah Rocket. Bradley Cooper. Uh, no, not Bradley Cooper. Um, the uh, oh, fuck. Uh, well, you said Rocket, right? James Gunn's brother. James Gunn's. I don't know who you're
1: talking. James about. James Gunn.
0: Bradley Cooper does Rocket's voice, yeah. but the the emoting and the um, the actual movements and the like the way that the way that Rocket moves around is actually done by James Gunn's brother, who who is one of the crew members of the the Ravagers.
2: Okay. Is it Tim Gunn?
0: Um. Tim Gunn is like some fashion dude, isn't he? Okay. Yeah. No, not him. <laughs> I don't think there's any relation. Actually, uh, hold on, I'll tell you his name exactly. Well, there's Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn. Oh, I think that's. But it. uh,
1: but who is Sean Gunn? I'm trying to figure out what he was in. Um, best known for his roles as Kirk Gleason, um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't know what else he's been in. Um, specials, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, but but you said like he was like he's my boy. Like, what do you like? What do you mean? You mean like just rocking? Yeah, in I'm, I'm talking
0: like a black guy. Don't worry, it's all. No, good. no, I know that. But you,
1: but you're saying it like
0: it's your boy. That that doesn't mean that you hang out with him and have drinks and shit. Dude, it just means, I know what the fuck it means. Yeah, I'm just right. saying
1: like when you say like it's that, you mean but it's somebody that like um like oh like oh that's the dude that you're 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 no, into. No, it's just like
0: no, it's just it's just uh euphemism. Just saying. You know, instead of saying that dude.
1: Oh my God! You're making me sound so white right now. Basically. No, you're
0: making yourself sound so white.
1: (laughs) No, dude, when you say like you, when you say like, oh, it's your boy. Like I'm thinking it's like this actor that I'm like that I'm like into. You know what I mean? Like when you said Bradley Cooper, like I'm thinking Rocket, but like I didn't know who I don't know who Sean Gunn is. Dude, there's nothing wrong with that though, man. I'm not familiar. What has Sean Gunn done that I'm familiar with? Cause I can't, I can't think of like I know like if he did rocket, that's cool. But I can't think of anything specifically that he's been in he's that done, I would know.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's done much. No, I, I know th- I remember his face, but I remember his face because he also played like a bad guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. He looks two. like
1: he, he resembles Cassidy from uh, Preacher. Yeah, a little bit.
2: But I can't, I can't help you.
0: But uh. But yeah, so Sean Gunn is the dude, but he's uh he was actually trained by uh what's his name there? Uh Andy Circus? Yes, Andy Circus. Who actually got to be on camera for Avengers two as well as uh as well as Black Panther, the upcoming Black Panther movie.
2: We're talking about Andy Serkis.
0: Yeah, he's he's going to be on camera for that, uh, not just mocap. Oh, so, good for him. So that's going to be cool.
1: Who's he going to be on camera as?
0: Uh, he's going to be uh, Claw, Ulysses Claw, or Claw. Word. Claw. I don't know. How, Claw. They, spell weir- Claw. they spell it weird. They spell it weird because in the comics it's just K L A W, but now in here because they want to make him sound like it's like a fucking like real name, it's like K L A U E or some shit like that. But um, but yeah, he's gonna play that dude, and that's uh, he he played him in uh, Avengers two. Okay. Yeah, he was uh the dude that got his arm cut off by uh, what's his name there, uh, Ultron.
1: Oh, oh, cool. okay. okay. Yeah, all right, word. All right, cool. Word. I didn't even
2: realize that was Andy Serkis when I saw him. Yeah. I mean, but anyway,
0: Andy Serkis did a great job. Uh, that's where I was getting at. I'm sorry, we went on a huge fucking tangent there, but. Um Andy Circus uh did a great job as Caesar again. Um the the other apes all got their chance to shine as well. Like this was finally like a I thought this was finally one where we got to see like other apes actually become like focal points mm-hmm. of the film. Uh you know, there's a there's an ape whose name is Rocket. I don't know if you remember him from the second one. Uh yeah, but, I remember him. But he's basically uh, you know, homeboy's like general or or right hand man uh and he's just fucking he's a diesel ass chimp like like you look at him and he's just like he he looks like an incredible hulk chimp like he's just like he just fucking lifts weights all the time uh so it's a it's a a funny fucking version of a chimpanzee uh and then you have uh you know the gorilla luca uh who's like the the first gorilla that he befriended Mm -hmm. um in the first movie uh when he when he actually fucked him up uh and then there's the uh, the orangutan, Maurice. Uh, All right, yeah. Yeah, he play He plays a big role in this. Uh, and there's a new chimp that they introduce, who was a uh, he. He was actually a zoo. He was from the zoo, um, and he he. They didn't. He wasn't part of the ape colony that you know uh, Caesar established, or that he was the leader of. And so, um, so he uh, talks differently and the way that he learned to talk was from the zookeepers so like he's just all about just fucking being like he's just like his his way of speaking is just like you know he calls himself bad ape uh you know he tells people not to touch shit and that that it's not theirs it's his uh like just shit like that and like he wears like fucking human clothes it's the funniest shit like he's like one of the he's one of my favorite characters in the trilogy and like i i'm really mad that we didn't get to explore him a little bit more um and I'm hoping that they really continue this saga um and that it's not just three movies. Hopefully they do like a fourth one or a fifth one. Uh, so we get to see a little bit more of him or if not, we get to see like you know, Caesar's children like in the future or something like that like it it would be interesting, but you know,
2: it all depends on how much money the the movie makes. yeah, I mean if it makes I agree if it makes money, then they will definitely be putting out a fourth one
0: i I totally agree with that.
2: And yeah and it's it's it seems like the movies have gotten progressively better with each movie that has come out. Yeah, which you mean, don't see it, a it, whole lot of.
1: Yeah, I mean they definitely uh did it, the the movies justice the storyline justice at picking it up after the, you know, mock Wahlberg bullshit uh Planet of the Apes. Um but uh on another note, guys, um this past Sunday Winter came uh Winter's coming, my lord. Did you guys watch? Uh, <laughs> did you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: What did you think? I thought it was fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, thought it was great. Yeah. Thought it was a continuation of last season. Mm-hmm. Last season was, I think we can all agree, probably the best season. Yeah, it was awesome. Of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I really was great. I really hate the fucking. There we go. I knew you were going to talk about this. Of course. Um, I, I hate the Arya Stark, uh, mask reveal. Like, I just hate the, the Scooby-Doo villain of the week effect, uh, that it, that it has. It's just like, you know, I'm, I'm this guy. No, I'm not. I'm really Arya Stark. And I would've got to wait him with a two
1: if it wasn't for you. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, (laughs) I
0: I just wait for that. It's just, and maybe it's just me. Maybe because I grew up on Scooby-Doo. Um, like I just... You know, like it just reminds me of that shit. Like the same shit when I saw Charlie's Angels and they took the masks off on the boat. Uh, same shit when I saw fucking Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible and he takes the mask off or whatever. Can I say this though? I yeah.
1: I when I saw that, that was my initial reaction because our buddy Don cracks on me because when I go to when I went to see Mission Impossible, the last Mission Impossible. They did that thing where they cut the mask like in real time, and then he put it on, and like right as Tom Cruise is like fitting the mask to his face, like it—you could tell it doesn't fit right. And then the camera like pans around the room, and you see him doing it, and then it goes behind like this banister, and then it comes around, and it's like perfectly on his face. Mm-hmm. And I went, and I literally out loud in the theater, I just went, "Yeah, right!" And like Don, <laughs> and like Don laughed because he knows like it's a movie, but it's like. I take that shit seriously. Like, how am I supposed to believe that's actually going to happen? Exactly. If it's not your real facial structure. So when I saw that, I thought it was bullshit. But I was like, okay, suspension of disbelief. But here's my gripe with this. When she actually went to that dude who walks around in a robe in that weird fucking place, that monastery, and he's like... The guy that kind of looks like who are Nicole? you? Oh, yeah. The girl. You're the girl who has no... N- I still sound like Jon Snow. You're the girl who has no name. Who are you? I, I'm Ari. I know he beats the shit out of her like till she yeah, fucking. I know you're talking know. about she the many-faced God. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you could have stopped me way before. I just wanted so, to
0: see you fucking flounder. That's all. sick.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Nothing like letting your boy drown, bro. <laughs> so anyway, so fucking anyway. Um, she when when he's like laying on the ground, or he goes to these different there's different segments where he like does this shit. Where remember she's she's like pulling the faces off people. Like, why don't they do that? They gotta do this thing. Like, why can't she just like put her hand over her face and do like that fucking pinch move and pull her fucking face off? Because it wasn't yeah, like dramatic fucking,
2: enough. Yeah, like multi-touch. But it's still,
1: it's, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like when you pinch a fucking iPad and yeah. zoom out to the home screen. Yeah, like why can't she do that shit? I mean, I get it, it's it, it's not dramatic, but it would still be uh, it would still be consistent with. What we saw her training for, like, right. they never ripped off a mask in that when she was learning from these people. So why the hell would she do it now? Well, she's trying to, and make, also she's
2: trying to make it her own.
1: And they never explain <laughs> how, like, and they never they never explain. This is the other thing because I am like hardcore into detail. Like they never explain how she fits into his clothes, even though she's like mad shorter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and like you know, just like that didn't make. She's I don't know, whatever. There was a little little bit of a gap there, but. Whatever. Those are those are the, the small details that I notice because I'm a fucking asshole. So there you go. That's my gripe with that. So I was with you. Yeah. But but right. then when you reminded me of it, I was like, fuck you, because I forgot about it. You gotta, you gotta make a
2: YouTube video where you just troll the show.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean yeah. that's the only thing that I had. well yeah. that and Ed Sheeran. Oh yeah. Ed Sheeran I, took me right out of the fucking realm of Westeros. Like I was just I like,
2: didn't even I didn't even know it was him. I was just like, Oh, there's an ugly redhead. Hey, thanks. <laughs> it's, uh, it, the weird thing about was like, that, that fits in with all the other ugly people in that show.
1: I, I actually d- was pretty sure it was Ed Sheeran after the first like four seconds, but I questioned it. But then I was like, is that Ed Sheeran? Wow, that looks a lot like Ed Sheeran. Wait a minute! This scene started off with that guy that looks like Ed Sheeran singing. Yeah, it's probably Ed Sheeran then, because mm-hmm. he has a good voice. And then all of a sudden, I hop right on my phone. Now, not to mention, I watched this shit live. Okay, like I am in the moment, watching it live with everybody else. I saw it and immediately hopped on Google. I, he hadn't been on screen for maybe twenty seconds, and I literally typed in Ed Sheeran, and it autofilled, and it went Ed Sheeran. Hyphen, yes, he's on Game of Thrones. Like, like, holy shit! I was like, is ever It's like, did somebody see this an hour before me? Google was like, "Come the fuck on!"
0: Yeah,
1: I feel like I feel like like uh, with the HBO was just like, just fucking put it out. Like, I don't I don't want to answer this question tomorrow. Like, let people find out as soon as they watch it.
2: Hey, so. um, what do you call Ed Sharon on heroin?
0: Ed Sheeran? he's sharing. Needles. Ed Sharon needles. needles. Oh, oh, oh.
2: <laughs> oh I uh, said it right before <laughs> girl, you, motherfucker!
1: You killed my joke. Oh yeah, Ed
2: I like Sharon. Sherwin, though. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. You were thinking. You both had some good ones.
0: But Definitely. um, but they had um, uh, <laughs> dude, they had some really great moments, oh, I man. Hope especially you
1: die, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, it's, man! It's, it's the shape of Ed Sharon.
0: Especially Brienne. Uh, her moment with the uh with the wilding dude was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. What? Like, what, what?
0: like her moment when she was like sparring with Podrick and uh, like she let her guard down because she was distracted by the wilding dude. Yep. And then like he got her and then she just like fucked him up. And then he was just like, he's a lucky man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, you know want it, it was so fucking You know what's funny cool. is like
1: I'm aware of this now just because I think it was a bad decision. For this guy to do anything outside of Game of Thrones at this point. But like, he stood up for the first time in Game of Thrones. The dude with the red hair. And right after he said his first line, Becca goes, Commercials. (laughs) (laughs) because he's doing all those stupid commercials now yeah but I mean like which commercials? oh I don't know they're like dumb commercials where he's got like he just looks like the dude from Game of Thrones like in like a suit or like something look him up dude Mm -hmm. but like anyway it's just funny so I was like yeah that's kind of weird but he uh he's a cool character because he really he just wants to fuck her
0: yeah, it's so funny, you know what I mean? But he oh, wants, yeah,
1: he wants to, he wants to climb that birch tree.
0: He just wants to fight, drink and fuck. That's his, that's his fucking world.
1: Well, wow. I was so well, pumped. wildlings do. I was so pumped, dude, when I saw all the fucking White Walkers coming in through the mist, and I'm waiting for it, and I see the fucking two giants that are now on their side that are mm-hmm. going to fuck shit up. But the only and, thing I didn't
0: yeah. understand with the giants was like how they were already so decomposed cuz they look like they were like and i and i'm in in well they we all are in some respect
2: yeah no i i kind of see where you're going but plus follow they're, me here, plus like, they're a, like they're in the freaking the like the like the arctic like i think you it know? would be that a stretch would pres- for a regular that would preserve
1: Right, what they, but I like. think they were just adding to the fact that they were making them look a little bit more dead. Yeah, no, maybe I it's, get, yeah, I get.
2: Once you become a walker, you just start deteriorating. Yeah, or they
1: see. were, or they were, um, not to cut cut you off, but or they were just like they were like battle wounds,
0: you know. That's what I'm saying. Like I, a, a, oh a, yeah,
2: because they are dead. Yeah, yeah.
0: But a regular person would take, like, I think it would be a stretch to see a regular person decompose that much. For a giant, like you would think that their flesh would take a lot longer to to decompose like that. And and what I mean is like their eyes, like their eyes were fucking gone. Like their heads were basically like skulls. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's how that's how far gone they were rotted. And it was yeah. just that was weird to me. That's all. I don't
2: know. I'm not oh, an yeah. expert I, in
1: giants, but like, I very much enjoyed it.
2: I thought it was spooky. Maybe it's for maybe it's for added effect.
1: I honestly, I think my other favorite part, and and this is what I'll end my. Uh, likes on was um, the conversation between Jon Snow and his sister. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've really, I don't think they've really had a lot of time to talk. And this was really good, a good moment for her to give him reassurance that he's actually doing a great job as a leader, because I don't think that he's gotten that from anybody. And to hear that from his own sister, I think was cool. And she's the only person that can really like call him on his bullshit and like say it like it is, because they're family, you know. Um, so I really like that aspect, and I also, I, I just, I don't know if he understands everything that has happened to her while I don't, she I don't was think he, away. I don't and, think he knows. And I think us as an audience knowing that makes her an even stronger character for not letting him see that. You know, like, she's holding it together. Like she's been fucked with, raped, doesn't fucking trust Littlefinger. There's a lot of other stuff. Ooh, that's by going the way, on. is like
2: the pedophile of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. how yeah, is this really... guy not touched kids on the show?
1: Yeah, I, well, because they, who knows if he has? Been, I mean, but like they just maybe in a shown trailer. That but I mean, I'm just saying. Like it's really, it's really dark though. You know what I mean? To know that that's happening to her and, it, and her own brother doesn't know. Cause, and I think that she's being smart about that. Like, she doesn't want to let him know because, one, what the fuck's he going to do about it now? Because Ramsey's is already dead. Oh, yeah. You know, but, I mean... And, like, Ramsey, like, yeah, she probably gonna never, no... like,
2: dropped her pants and showed, like, her vagina that probably looks like Leatherface's mask now. Holy shit. So, I don't...
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's I uh, I don't know if it's a smart move. Well, it is a smart move for her not to, to let him in on that, but cause it wouldn't do any good now, but you just feel like as somebody you're finally back with your family, you got to be able to vent to somebody and she's not doing that. And I give her a lot of credit for that. Cause she's being very strong about it. Yeah. So I don't know. Th- that was just a cool moment. That's all I got.
2: All in all though, it was an excellent episode. Excellent. Loved
0: it. Definitely. Uh, doctor, who's going to be a woman, a woman,
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly don't give a shit, you know. Jodie uh, Whittaker. Switch it up. I've never.
2: I got to be honest. I've never watched a Doctor Who episode in my life. I'm assuming you have.
0: Eh, I'm not. I'm not like a huge Doctor Who fan, but the in, the significance. this a, Was this a
2: rent topic?
0: Uh, no, no. Actually, this was actually just a topic. I mean, this is like. uh this is a fucking milestone, man. This is actually a pretty big moment.
1: This is a this is a big deal. And I just agree. a shout-out, too. I mean, Ren wanted to be here tonight, but she had some stuff going on and couldn't make it. So uh, we will definitely have her back on next week. Um, so just kind of giving you guys a heads-up on that if you're wondering where Ren was. Um, but, I mean, honestly, dude, I, I didn't watch Doctor Who. I gave zero fucks about it. I watched one episode, and it was the episode that somebody told me was terrifying. And it was, like, the one where the statues come alive when you like turn around and they like they basically it looks like an angel like statue and then like you like look that way and then like you turn and they're like right there and they have fangs like it's they they basically come at you when you're not looking and then if you turn they freeze and it was really freaky i mean it was uh daniel lee white who was in higher methods as like uh you remember him he was he was a cool guy, but he basically told me about that episode. He's like, it's the scariest shit I've ever seen. And that's the only Doctor Who. Did you Who find episode. it spooky? Did you? I found it spooky. I didn't find it as scary as it was painted to be, but it was still creepy. But I there's nothing about it that really attracted me to be like, wow, I gotta watch Doctor Who. But it's got this huge cult following. It's like blowing up. You know, so it's been around forever. What like, is uh what is Like, what is she from? Attack the Block. Okay. Um, Which,
0: if you haven't seen yet, I told you about Attack the Block a long ass time ago, and you need to watch that shit. Yeah, you told me about it. It's 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 an it's a
2: fun movie. It really is.
0: Yeah, like that that movie is uh, what's his name uh, the dude that plays Finn.
1: Oh, the dude Mm -hmm. from Star Wars. Oh, John Boyega. Yeah, John John Boyega. Boyega. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Uh, John Boyega played in that in, and he was fucking phenomenal. And that's why I started, that's what started me telling you about it was we were talking about Star Wars when we were, when it was, you know, being, uh, created. Okay. And I was like, oh, you got to watch Attack the Block so you could see this dude in action because he's fucking great.
2: Yeah. That was, that's a, that's a fun movie. I mean, it is clearly British, but it's not like Shaun of the Dead hot fuzz British.
1: Oh wait a second, she. Jodie Whittaker.
2: Hold on, I. She was in a. She was in an episode of Black Mirror. That's what I know her from. What episode was that? The entire history of you.
1: Oh my God! What what was that? Uh. That was the that
2: was the one where uh, you could recall all of you. You can replay all of your memories.
1: Oh, and it was like her and that guy got into a fight and shit. Yeah, she was good in that, man. Yeah, that was... I knew I knew her from somewhere. They're actually... They're turning this
2: into an actual TV show. The episode, the entire history of you... Oh, no is way. being turned into a, a, a an actual series.
1: That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, right,
2: man. Probably not going to watch it.
1: I, I honestly, though, did... Uh, now that I know who she is, because I didn't look her up before this, that so was my bad, but like... She, if she's playing Doctor Who, man, I might check it out. I really did like her in that episode. I thought she was excellent.
0: She also plays in a detective drama on uh, BBC uh, called Broadchurch, which is actually pretty good.
1: Word. I mean, are you, did did you, have you watched like a lot of Doctor Who? I've watched,
0: I've watched Doctor Who in chunks, like not like religiously. Um,
1: What do you think like the obsession with Doctor Who is?
0: it's one of those things where if you watch it from the beginning i mean like the the people that play the doctor the people that they choose um have been fucking awesome actors man and like they bring a lot of uh weight to the character um especially like fucking david tenet who is the the dude that played um the purple man on jessica jones oh shit! he was one of the doctors you're right so and and also uh i remember that yeah and also uh uh Cetrachian from the strain was a doctor oh really yeah i didn't know that who replaced the original cetrakian from the strain who was also a doctor <laughs> john hurt
1: pattern okay john yeah. hurt yeah Oh shit! I did not know that. Yeah, he was that a doctor. John Hurt was one so, of the doctors. Yeah, no fucking so, idea because I give no shits about Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> so you have you <laughs> a have lot this, of people like,
2: have gone on to to do other stuff after they've been doctors.
0: You have this like ridiculous pedigree of people that have played the doctor. But is
1: it so? I guess my thing is: is it like, is it like just like they're getting like new people to play it to continue because somebody doesn't want to do it anymore, or is it like? a new chapter is it like is it like people playing so, James Bond
0: so the the doctor is an alien right who every so often changes his changes its form to resemble somebody new and that's the premise so like they can bring in whoever they want to be like the next doctor um and they usually just try they usually just sign people on for like a couple of seasons or whatever but um like this is um you know, like each one is like the next Doctor in the series. So she's the thirteenth Doctor, that that has been holy shit, dude. Um, yeah. You know, on Number the show. 13. So the reason the sh-
2: the I'm, I I'm sorry, I just fucking ruined it. This show has been around since 1963. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh, it's I been, didn't know that. It's been going on for that. I long. had no idea. Oh holy yeah, holy
1: shit, dude. Yeah,
0: and she is the wow, first, and she's the first. This is the first time that he's been anything but a man.
1: Got you. Got you.
0: So, haha. Tony tried to see how much time we had, and he couldn't see it. Because <laughs> I had that shit blocked with Google.
1: <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> Don't give yourself that much credit. That was just fucking chance, bro. Bam. Yeah.
0: So, it's just
1: stupid. Everybody's uh, like, wait, what are they talking about now? <laughs> so, um, shit, man, I didn't know that. 1960s, holy shit. Well, listen, uh I have one other thing I want to jump out there and uh it's the last thing that I want to throw out there to people is if you guys are not big horror fans, it doesn't matter. Uh you know, put on your big boy pants and actually go on YouTube and watch a trailer for Leatherface, which is coming out in 2017, obviously this year. It is you know, da- look at the Red Band trailer because Leatherface Red Band trailer is graphic as fuck. It is not safe for work. It was, it's going to be super bloody and gruesome. So I'm going to
2: check it out as soon as we sign off.
1: All I can tell you is that there's, it's, to give you an idea, is there is, they cut back to this throughout the trailer and it's just the dude who's playing Leatherface literally like sewing pieces of skin together to make his mask.
0: Also, so it's fucking want a, awesome. If you want a good laugh, check out the Snowman trailer. Yeah, which the is Michael Fass- the Michael <laughs> Fassbender
1: thing that looks yeah. so
0: weird. Like it looks like it, I think it's actually like they're serious, right? Like they're really trying no, to make a it, drama. Yeah, like it, they're really making that though, right? Yeah, but
1: it's basically the premise of it is it's this dude who calls himself the Snowman Killer. Right. So, but it's like you see the thumbnail for it. And it looks like a dude that like. Literally, it looks like a snowman.
2: Head. I was just breezing. Through. No, the yeah. funny,
0: no, the funniest shit is like this chick is like walking through the parking lot, and she gets hit, hit with a snowball. snowball. <laughs> yeah, and then turns she turns around. around, and then
1: it's like ah. Yeah, yeah. But you don't even see it; just goes black, and you hear boom, and it's like ah, like that's a type type of thing that like you wouldn't be able to stand.
0: Yo, you have to, you have to watch it. It's fucking hilarious to me. But I think they're serious about making this like a, a thriller slash oh, like dude, murder. no, they are, bro. Yeah. it's like like this wasn't this wasn't a parody. Like, I thought this was, like, they're that's how bad this, like, this they, was. They're
1: going to make it a new, like, winter version of Kiss the Girls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, that's <laughs> how bad this works. shit was. It looked like a parody to me.
1: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm struggling with whether or not it was a parody. Like, yeah. are you serious it wasn't? Like, are you sure? No,
1: it's legit, dude. Michael Fassbender was in it. It's not
0: a joke. Like, yeah, because, like, I mean, I've seen, I don't know, man. If it's not a parody, man, this shit is fucking hilarious. Watch it's it. It's not a yes. parody. The watch the Snowman
2: official trailer number one. Yeah, you know, watch that
0: shit the number
1: one, and that's it.
0: Watch it. It's fucking funny. Can't wait. <laughs> and that's that's all I got.
1: We should finish this episode off with a game of Would You Rather. What do you guys think? I'm with it. Word. So, uh, Jim, I'm gonna start it off with you. We're each gonna get two questions two questions and uh, here we go Jim would you rather declare a war on aliens or declare a war on cows <laughs> um I... and dude you love milk <laughs>
2: so you got to be careful yeah I do I, I guess I mean I guess A war on aliens Yeah what, the, what a fucking weird question There's no real war on cows I mean like I mean like I feel like there's a Total genocide on cows Going on right now That's been happening For decades
1: Yeah
2: I don't think Cows are ever gonna get Equal rights
1: Probably not uh,
2: Aliens
1: They uh,
2: They just They might exist They might not, I guess, well, I guess I would, I guess I would do a war on aliens. All right. Well, a war on aliens, dude. It would make me, it would make me seem strong. Yeah. And then hopefully they never come to earth.
1: Right. Well, I will tell you that 37% agree with you. So war on cows took it. War on cows was 63%.
2: Do they have, like, in that, does it say, does people give reasons no, for it's why No, it's just like,
1: the percentage. That's it. Probably because they know because they... Because that's a winnable war. Yeah, they, it's a winnable They've war. They've already yeah. thinned I, the herd. Yeah. Would you rather be rich but only live for 15 years or be poor but live forever? I guess rich 15
2: years. To be realistic, that's what it, what my life would be like anyway like I would if I was rich I I don't to be honest I don't think I'd last 15 years oh, oh why I do you w- say that I would get into some hardcore shit if I was like if I was like you can get into witch, some
1: hardcore shit now just go do some heroin bro yeah but I mean <laughs> live it up for the next six months and then cash out
2: <laughs> but I'm just saying if I live my life if I get to live forever and I can't accumulate wealth at all yeah. the entire time. That's a shitty fucking life of just living in cardboard boxes and alleys.
1: But you'll never for, have any debt, bro, you know? You'll just you'll just be
2: Because I have nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: So you got
2: nothing to lose. In, I wouldn't be in debt if I was a millionaire. But you because have nothing I, would to lose. I would die prematurely.
0: <laughs> I could I couldn't live for I couldn't live forever poor. Oh no, I couldn't. No.
2: I couldn't live for forever to begin with. I yeah. feel like that would kind of be boring. I feel like there would come a point where everybody else on Earth is fucking dead, and then it's just like me in a new ice age, <laughs> with all this
1: with no money to spend on fricking heaters. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, all right, Cooly, here we go. All right. Um, let's see. Would you rather speak every language in the world perfectly, or speak to animals? and they speak back.
0: I'd fucking take animals all day. Really? Oh, fuck it. Yeah. You oh. know how, you know how awesome it would be to be able to talk to Finn and Bentley? Yeah. Have you and that shit. fucking rabbit? I'd tell that rabbit to go fuck itself so hard.
1: <laughs> dude, but the rabbit is not doing anything wrong. You just are afraid of it. I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Yo, dude, what would you say to bees? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'd say fuck you, bee. But what if the B's like, "Yo, it's all right, man. I'm just looking for honey. Where, where is it? Where is it?
0: <laughs> if, I'm oh, not gonna man. hurt you." <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "Yo, bee, chill out, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to hurt you."
2: Hey, how, how's it going? Do you mind if I sting you and then leave part of my ass stuck in your skin as I fly <laughs> away?
0: Ah, uh, dude, I would appreciate it if you didn't.
2: Oh, well, too bad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a, I'm a wealthy bee. I only have 15 years. <laughs> Stupid.
1: Oh, man. All right. Would you rather go a whole day without eating or go a whole day without your smartphone?
0: I, I can go a whole day without eating. <laughs> the eating is is t- the
1: smartphone takes it.
0: Yeah, it does, especially with my fat ass. I can I can live without some food.
1: All right, so but you think you 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 couldn't go a day without your smartphone?
0: I wouldn't want to. Okay, would you? I could, to? but I wouldn't want to.
1: But like, do but what happens like when you're really hungry, like to the point where like you?
0: That wasn't the question. The question was, would I want to go a whole day without the phone or food? i would take a,
1: images of. Food. I'll take
0: a day without food. That looks good. worse.
2: I'll leave that tomorrow.
0: But if it came down to it and I was, like, starving, then, yeah, sure, I'd take food. I'm not a fucking idiot. But I, I if I had a choice and, you know, I wasn't dying, then I'd fucking... I'd, I'd choose my smartphone. Um, Here we go. All right. Here we go. <laughs> your, your turn. Would you rather swim in a pool full of snakes every day for the rest of your life or sleep in a bed full of spiders every night? Dude, I would have to go with the snakes one oh, yeah. I,
1: because I feel like... After a while, like, I could get over the snakes. Like, I get over my fear of snakes. I just become, like, fucking snake man. You know? But, like, I can't fucking sleep with spiders all over me. No. Fuck that. They would be crawling in your ears and shit, going up your fucking nose. There's no way I'd be able to sleep. I fucking hate spiders. I feel
2: like that's a no-brainer. But there's got to be people out there that's like, well, I'm just bad. So I'm sleeping. I don't know. Yeah, there. but I mean, like, dude, snakes, though. Until you though, wake up and they're in I'm your fucking cool nostrils. I'm not cool with
1: that. I'm not cool with that, though. Like, snakes, bro, like... Um, that's, I, they poisonous, like, are they anacondas, are they constrictors, like, I don't know, here, hey, this is a question, oddly enough, how weird is this shit, that I actually was thinking about this game earlier today, and I was thinking about a really weird question, and it was, would you rather sleep with an anaconda, or a python, and you know my answer would be, a python, because the python is probably not gonna do shit, it might just chill out, Where an anaconda, I might wake up and not be able to breathe because it's fucking constricting me. Word. So, I don't know. That's another free one I threw in. All right. But
0: anyway, so that's my answer. Fucking snakes. All right. Uh, 76% of people would choose snakes.
1: All right, because they're fucking... Yeah. They have, they're yeah, logical. they
0: are smart. Um, last question. Word. Would you rather slowly eat 500 grams of human poo... Once a week. Oh,
2: that's hard to do, man. For I the know. rest
0: of your life. <laughs> or, never love, marry, have children, family, or friends.
1: Wow. Um, well.
0: I mean, this is an easy one.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is easy. I mean, this is. I'm not gonna eat poo.
0: Meh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I'm
1: just not gonna do that every week. It's not worth it. Like, if I don't have a family, or every day. It was every week. No, every right? week. Yeah. yeah, like, but see, Once I look a week. at it. I look at it this way, like, like I can't go through a week knowing that like Monday is like my shit eating your day, like poop day, like or like because every week will just be hell, and I'll I'll end up killing myself. The but not, like, having a, like, love, whatever, and, like, that's great. I'll just fucking hire escorts and, like, fuck random people and, like, get it when I need it, right? <laughs> but I don't know, like, that, like, I'm not gonna have a family, but, like, I guess I'll have to make do and make it happen however I can, but I'm not gonna eat shit. You know what I mean? I just can't.
0: Would you? No, I just, I just agree with you 100%. I mean, like, first of all, like, I- Honestly, all of your rationalizing is fucking... I, I just don't see you having friends either fucking way. Like, <laughs> if, if I'm you, eating shit? Yeah, if you're eating <laughs> shit, 500 grams of shit once a week for the rest of your life, I can't imagine anybody wanting to fucking hang out with Not
1: you. Not to mention that, like, you could probably eat this shit in secrecy and then, like, brush your teeth a lot, but, like, also... You eating shit and not getting some time of fucking botulism within the first three weeks is impossible. I mean, like, if it's your own shit, I it's guess. still, it's all bacteria, though. Mm. It's all bacteria.
0: Yeah, it's the waste. It's coming out of your body for a reason. Yeah,
1: it's not like piss where it's sterile, it's fucking bacteria. Yeah, which is why it smells.
0: <laughs> so let's see mm-hmm. we are gonna say well,
1: glad I didn't have to answer that question. Yeah well we yo know fit, it yo it,
0: I, I am amazed at how close this shit is. 51% of the world would slowly eat 500 grams of human shit once a week for the rest of their life. You want to know why though? I'll tell you why that's so close because I guarantee
1: you the people that said they would eat shit probably already have kids and would not trade their kids in for that over anything. So they'd fucking die for their kids. They'd probably eat shit for their kids. That's my rationale on that. Mm. But you
2: wouldn't eat shit for your wife? Well, you already eat shit.
1: Becca... No, I don't. Becca wouldn't well, force me to it. eat shit. Like,
0: I'm just saying. Plus, would Becca, like, stay with you if you were eating shit?
1: Listen, if I had to eat shit, I would make sure that she wouldn't fucking find out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, like that can't be good for her career, right? Like, yeah. like having a husband that like eats I'm shit once a week.
1: I'm sitting at the couch, and she's like, "I made dinner." I'm like, "No, thanks." I'm full. Oh yeah, this would, <laughs> it's like
2: this it's, would be a completely like, different podcast. <laughs>
0: Oh shit. Well, I guess that about does it uh, for for this edition of the Redbeard podcast. We talked about a lot of shit Yeah, we did. jeez. Uh, so, uh, yo, catch up with us next week. Uh, and definitely check out the site redbeardpodcast.com where you can actually leave comments that that's all tied to Facebook now, man. Like that's actually not just like like you're not going to just go into comment hell. Like, you'll actually be posted. It'll be on Facebook. We'll see it. We'll get it. We'll respond. We'll reply. Blah, blah, blah. Hell yeah. And uh, please, guys, you know, definitely comment on that that
1: that question. You know, if Thanos was going to come to Earth in 24 hours, what would your team of five people be to stop him? I really want to know what your answers would be on that. And uh, check us out on Podbean. That is where we are. And obviously, like Cooley said, redbeardpodcast.com.
0: Peace. Later. Jim what we're all saying goodbye
2: oh you guys leaving
0: yeah all right all right so yeah peace later